passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We have a mic, and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't well, suck. Well, good morning to you, and a happy Monday. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry's not here today. Jerry uh, is out, so Mr. Chris Lopresti, we call him CeeLo, is here. Good morning, CeeLo. What's up, Al? It's been a while. I probably should have trotted in at some point over the last hour or so to let Pat Boyle know that I was in for Jerry. It's very That's nice right. of him to promote this program, but That's uh, fine. here we are. You know? That is fine. Uh, Jerry is uh, with his uh, one of his sons played in the Ripken Little League down there in uh, Baltimore. Uh, Aberdeen, I believe, specifically. Yes. Aberdeen is what? Maryland. Oh, okay, because yeah. there's Aberdeen, New Jersey, which is actually right near where Jerry Correct. lives. Correct. Yeah, no, not he did not take off for a, a tournament in Aberdeen, New Jersey. Got it. I, yeah, that's a good point, though. Yeah. Yes. And his son threw a no-hitter. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. He threw a no-hitter, I believe, Saturday. I saw this on Jerry's Instagram. Really? Yes. How about that? That's pretty cool. That's a no-hitter. That counts. Now I'd be very excited. I never did anything in Little League, like nothing. I never had. Well, well you actually, were a late bloomer, Alan. I was a late be bloomer. Honest. Yeah, actually, that's not true. I did have one time a really lucky bases loaded triple. Wow! Off of a uh, one of the dominant pitchers. Now in our was league. this a situation where, like the outfield, you you hit like sort of a a blooper and the outfielder no. laid out and it went past. This him? was a situation where I sucked for many years. <laughs> this kid who was pitching was. Stud. Stud. All-star. All-star. Yeah, yeah. I got a lucky swing of the bat. I hit the fence with the bases wow. loaded, cleared the bat. Close your eyes. Yeah. Found the barrel. And Absolutely. Away we go. The velocity, the yeah. pitch did the rest of the work. So I did have one great moment, but the pitch no-hitter in the Little League is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That would have been better if the kid threw a perfect game. Now, I don't know what his problem was. Yeah. Well, this also wasn't. 
I know you're talking about your experience, yeah. but for Jerry's kids, not literally. This is like a big travel tournament down south there. So much so that Jerry took the day off. Well, you know, coming back from a weekend on the yeah. field in Maryland. I mean, I understand it's within driving distance, and his travel uh, travails over the years have taken him through much more difficult situations. But yeah. you got the days. So I'm, gonna, so I'm going to have you here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's right, yeah. Because Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, while Jerry is here, Boomer will be out. That's correct. He's going to Vegas for CBS. They're overseeing something with the Super Bowl coverage. Overseeing something? Yes. Okay. Boomer's going to be scouting locations for the the morning show to uh, do our shows oh, live. Oh, a little uh, reconnaissance for Boomer this they week. They must All be right. having them taping promos and stuff like That's that. That's pretty cool. All like right. Boomer Very nice. and Phil Sims sitting at like a, a, a jackpot a casino type of yeah, thing. Yeah, blackjack table. Blackjack tables, sure. that Perhaps. sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Uh, good news, though, CeeLo. You know, sports radio is built on complaints. We complain about a lot of things. <laughs> we complain about yeah. losses. We complain about pitching, the lack of hit. I got to tell you, there's really not much to complain about from this past weekend. Yeah. Local baseball. Well, then would you agree or disagree? I would agree, except then that's bad news. If we, if we thrive on complaints, yeah, we do. It's not a lot to complain but about. But I'm saying it's nice every once in a while. Yeah, a little change of pace. Nice things to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah. Baseball fact, locals haven't lost collectively since. Thursday, I think. Or maybe I know the Wednesday, Mets are Wednesday. on a five-game winning streak. Yes. The Yankees swept the Reds. Four for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and even yesterday morning, the setup was I was I like to go through the news in the morning, mm. and I see Verlander and Scherzer back-to-back at a doubleheader. That had trouble written all over it. Why do you say that? I don't know. I just, it, looked like a, it looked like it could be a bad scene. It looked like it could be a bad yeah. scene. Their best two pitchers yes. lined up. It was like the first time in God knows how long. I think I saw first time two guys with 200 or more career wins started for the same team on the same day. Oh, is that right? Since the Yankees in 86 with Tommy John and the other names escaping oh. me. Point being, you don't it's get rare. that very often. It is rare. Yes. And the fact that they both pitched well. Yes, they did. I gotta tell you, the I was watching the uh, highlight package this morning for game one with mm-hmm. Max Scherzer. Yeah. Do you know that in the four-minute highlight package, there wasn't one Max Scherzer pitch shown? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was the, uh, it was the Mets offense, and then it was relievers. They didn't show one. Well, yes, because you had a little seesaw. The Guardians uh, got to uh, Adam Montevito and David Robertson, and the Mets came right back. Yes. Yeah. So that's where it all focused on. All right. So they so, cut out Max Scherzer. They cut out Max Scherzer. Well, I guess they figure it technically didn't. I mean, it didn't factor into the outcome. As well, I know, but right? it would have been nice to be like, "Hey, yeah, Max sure. Scherzer." It, it could have been, "Hey, look at the day Max Scherzer had." Yeah. Or uh, hey, look at that burst callus on his thumb. Yeah, something. <laughs> right. Show me the burst callus on his thumb that we heard about. <laughs> He was busted wide open like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> By the way, I did get a text from Jerry last night. Oh, you did? About, I would say, a minute or two after the Mets' second game ended, the yeah. nightcap. He said, make sure you tell Al tomorrow. Doubleheader sweep, not always a split. Very rarely not mm. a split. I know, it was very rare. We How got about a, that? We got a doubleheader sweep. Mets took care of business. They sure did. You said it was lined up for trouble. Wasn't looking good. Scherzer and Verlander back-to-back. Oh, this isn't going to go well. Right, it what had all they the potential. For 14 innings and one run away. That's right. That's what they did. So I look, I'm like, okay, so Max Scherzer. So he, yeah, six innings pitched, three hits. Yeah. No runs. 
With the burst callus and all. Unbelievable. And, and then he complained about having a, a burst callus on eh, his thumb. Complained is strong. He's The guy's always got to mention something. I do agree with that. It is concerning to me that he can't seem to get through a single start without there's some sort of issue right. or I'm pitching through pain. Or but that's I, what I, I do. Yeah, I, I pitch through pain. Yeah. You know, this is expected. Yeah. Then I'm don't not, tell us. To be clear, Met fans, I'm not knocking him. It's more as I look down the road for the rest of the season. My right. concern is at some point something's going to get him and he's going to have to miss some time. Oh, again. for sure. And that's not what you want. That is not you what you want. It. But this uh, bu- busted up cow. I thought callus is the thing. The beauty of the callus was yeah. it was hard skin and didn't bust well, this open. Is, uh, mm. I get callus. As I chew them right Maybe, off. Maybe. I guess if it gets, I don't know, rough. and Like I have eczema. Like you see, I've got these Band-Aids on. Yeah. So my skin will crack essentially. And I could see where if that was on, you know, the pad of a finger. Yes. That you're using. That could be trouble. And these guys got to spin the ball, right? Of course, with sticky stuff and everything. Yeah. He already got nailed for 10-game suspension. And you got to create that spin. And you got to burst callus on one of the pads of your fingers. In this case, the thumb. I could see where that could be problematic. When I uh, used to lift weights. Used to? Yeah. I I don't really lift weights You've gotten away from that? Okay. Yeah. When I used to lift weights, I would get calluses on my, the bottoms of my fingers yeah. in the like, palms. Like, where the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I would just chew grip. them right off like a man. Chew them right yeah. off? Chew it right off. But then would you then have like exposed? No, I only chew enough. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I'm like an animal. Hopefully I, you're spitting that out. I keep it around on my teeth a little bit. And ah. Then... Like a sunflower seed? Like a sunflower seed, yep. Jeez, you sound like the gold member in the third Austin Powers movie. Yeah. Eat his own skin. Get yeah, the skin yeah. box. So Save me from may, myself. May I suggest that for Max uh, Scherzer? <laughs> Actually, let's not suggest Chew that. Chew off Max. your own callus. Come on. <laughs> or go the uh, Jorge Pitch. Posada route. Remember what, what he, he used do? to do? No. No batting gloves. So in order to build up the, the, the callus and make sure. Do you remember how, no. what he used to coat his hands with? No. How do I... Uh... Ah, this I can say this word on yeah. there. Urine. His own urine. Is that true? Like you heard him say that? I believe or somebody so, yeah. on the and internet. I'm not sure he was the only one that did that. I think that was a thing. He dipped his hands in his own I don't urine? Know if he dipped it. I'm not exactly sure what the process was, but that and then obviously pine tar during the game. Right. Yeah. Well, good thing it wasn't a pitcher. They'd be like, mm, this is sticky stuff. It's my own urine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe is allowed under the rules. <laughs> Check them out. It's a natural. It's not a foreign substance. Yes. <laughs> Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Then I was seeing uh, the Justin Verlander start. He gives up that home run, first inning. The first inning, he's had the first inning bugaboos. He does. But other than that. There's so many great pitchers that have that first inning issue. Yeah, you got to settle in, man, you know? But shouldn't you be settled in as a Evidently great pitcher? not. But he gave up the one run, and that was it. Right. Went better than, and I saw, I'll give, had tip, tip the cap to Evan Roberts for this. What did he say? The homestand started with Verlander getting booed off the mound. And ended with him coming off the mound to a standing ovation. That is cool. That's how you want to do it. Right and I there. appreciated him when he got booed off the mound. Him after the game going, yeah, I'd boo too. This, yeah. this was not what we were looking should for Should here. always be, for the most, always a strong. Usually should be the answer. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. And I guess that's good with uh, having the veteran pitchers. They don't get razzled by getting booed eh, off the mound. Some might. Some do. 
No, I don't think I don't think that's an issue for him. He doesn't. He's pitched in enough big games, accomplished Cy Young, World yeah. Series winner, guy that wants the ball, give me the ball, take the ball, right? Late yes. in his career, Tommy John, he could have just packed it in. He came back, won another Cy Young. Competitor, World Series, yeah. Okay. A dog, as they like to say around these parts. How about your uh, former Yankee player, Mr. Gary Sanchez, getting in the mix? Oh, God. This is all I need, because, of course, when I saw that move late last week, I yeah. was just like, oh, great. Yeah, let's get him in there, Mr. 81 minor league at bats and 29 strikeouts and one home run. Let's get him in there. And there was a, whoa, he had an opt-out in his contract, so they had to. I'm like, okay, great. Guy's stiff. He's finished. Well. And he comes in, and he factors into the win. He yep. did. He had a nice sack fly. He'll probably go on, like, a home run tear now. Oh, it'd be so awesome. have to answer all those you know, cold takes exposed or old takes exposed yeah. or whatever. Cold takes exposed, yep. Um, but here's the weird thing. So after the game, Max Scherzer, who he caught, yeah, had nice praise for him. Mm-hmm. But it makes me wonder. This is a weird. That's a the the pitcher catcher relationship is very weird the to battery. Uh huh. Why is it weird? Because they act like the catcher is in charge. There was no way Gary Sanchez was in charge yesterday. I would no agree. Way. Yes. Right. I would agree. So yeah. then why do why do we have to pretend that he's calling the game? I don't know. Maybe not so much the calling of the game, but the flow, the rhythm. To some extent, he controls that a little bit because they've got to kind of be on the same page. Like, I get it's a little different now with Pitchcom. So I don't know quite how all those dynamics work. Because the pitcher could always shake off the catcher. Yeah, but again, if he has to shake a lot, it can interrupt his his flow and his oh, rhythm. I see. You know, if it's just so, like, dude, no, that's not, no, no. No, and especially with the pitch clock, right? If they're if he's having to take time to shake, that makes sense. And that's where the pitch clock combined with pitch calm, it's it all. I think that they've for the most part been able to neutralize those issues. Maybe not all the time. Yeah, but if they're not on the same page and they've got to spend a lot of plus mound visits, or there's a limit on those. So remember, you used to get if they weren't on the same page, catcher would call time, or the pitcher would step off and tell the catcher to come out and let's have a chat about it. And you can't really do that anymore. That makes sense. Yeah. See, I learned. See, I'm going to tell you something. I learned something today. Cheers. That. Cheers, mate. Because even though the catcher calls the pitches, if they're not on the same page, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got Gary Sanchez. Now, listen, no Mets or Yankees tonight. This is a weird. Dark night. A dark night. Yes. Uh, the, let's see. The Mets go to Chicago to play the Cubbies. Cubs. Yep. And the Yankees come back home for the Orioles. Oh, little Orioles in the Bronx. Oh, how about that? I did, I did not realize this. Yankees just finished off a stretch of 33 games in 34 days. Last five weeks, they had one day off. The Yankees. Correct. Which I guess explains why they gave Aaron Judge the day off Sunday. He gets yesterday. a double, double dip. Yeah, because they're, they're off today. Yeah. Because that was weird because Aaron Judge had been on a tear. He's as hot as anyone in the game. But that normally you don't sit those guys, correct? Agreed. But when you look at the schedule that they've played, the fact that he had the stint on the IL, came back, has been killing it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go nuts. Plus, you know, you had the, the early start time yesterday on Peacock before noon. Peacock. Even Aaron Boone wanted no part. He got yeah. himself run before 12 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Peacock. <laughs> yep. You get thrown out of the game. It's not even noon. <laughs> now, to be fair, I understood why he got, thro- why he got thrown out. Well, let's discuss that on the, the other oh, side the of the break because yes. I was a little confused by really? this. A little bit confused as to why he was arguing. Okay. I thought it seemed fairly obvious, but we can discuss that on the other All side. All right, let's discuss that on the other side, if you will. Now, coming up at 6 o'clock is Boomer and Geo. They will be here to discuss it all. 
Coming up on this program, we've got a little Yankees coming up on the next segment. Then I've got a couple of football notes. Ooh. I even got to have a couple of uh, golf notes. Wow. I was hoping I wanted to see how uh, up to date you were on the golf. Yeah. So look forward to that. And then I have a question about a Mike and the Mad Dog story that appeared over the weekend oh, as well. Okay. All of that on then Boomer and Geo at six. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.